Welcome, everybody, to the Jay Anxious Podcast. So nice to have everybody back for episode two of the Jay Anxious Podcast. I am your host, Jay Anxious. Again, nice to have everybody here. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about my most important me my biggest topic, the reason why you hear me on this podcast today, and that is anxiety. And I'm going to get uh, pretty deep in the weeds about what it has done to me, what it can do to you, what it is probably doing to you, and how we could go about getting it under control so it doesn't affect your life as much as you are letting it affect your life now. And I say that in real terms about it letting effect, letting it affect you because you are letting it affect you, and we'll get into that later. First, I want to make my first plug on the podcast. We have our first sponsor, and that is All Dolled Up with Jess on Facebook. Uh, she is a paparazzi sales representative and my fiance. Check her out on Facebook at All Dolled Up with Jess, also on Twitter at All Dolled Up with Jess. Um, she does our lives every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Check her out, fellas. Um, Valentine's Day is about a month away. You can get your your girl some uh, some good jewelry that she'll like for on the cheap, five dollars each piece. Ladies, take a look at all of her jewelry. Um, she has a big following. She does well. She'll definitely entertain you, and you'll definitely pick up some nice pieces that you can wear out on the town or wherever you please. So check her out again. That's all dolled up with Jess on Facebook and all dolled up at all dolled up with Jess on Twitter. So here we are back again for episode two, talking about anxiety. Now, anxiety affects over 200 million people worldwide. So when I say that, I mean you're not alone. And it took me a while to realize that there's a lot of people out there going through the same thoughts, feelings, distress, physical, mental emotions that you are on an everyday basis. And there's a lot of resources out there to help you. However, the most important thing to know about anxiety is that nobody can help you unless you want to help yourself. And that's very important. Anxiety has disrupted my life for over 25 years. Um, But for the most part, after a long battle, a lot of education, a lot of practice, three years of really focusing on what it is that I could do to beat anxiety, I have a really, really good control over it now. And in today's podcast, I am going to tell you how I did it, what I do every day, how I go about it, and what I've learned through my studies and through my experiences to help you beat anxiety. Now, I read books. I've changed my diet. I've started exercising more regularly, and all that is very, very important. And we will get to that later on in this podcast because that's in the different steps. But for today, I have four steps for you that I've used in my life to beat anxiety, depression, panic attacks, intrusive thoughts, 
all of that good fun stuff that people with anxiety deal with on a regular basis, if not every day. And for better half of 20 years, it for me, it was all day, every single day. So what can we do? The first thing and the most important thing that you need to do to get a grip on anxiety is accept the fact that you have anxiety. And that's what it is. It is anxiety. Funny thing about acceptance is I took a look at the definitions. There are four of them. The first one is the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered. I didn't find that very fitting to what anxiety, what accepting anxiety was. Definition two, the action or process of being received as adequate or suitable. Nobody would sit here and think that anxiety, unwanted anxiety, is adequate or suitable for pretty much any occasion. It definitely ruins your time. Definition number three, an agreement with or belief in an idea, opinion, or explanation. There's nothing to that. Until we get to number four. And number four is the most important part of being anxiety, of beating anxiety. It's the willingness to tolerate a difficult or unpleasant situation. That is what anxiety is. It is a difficult or unpleasant situation. Now, the degrees of an unpleasantness to the anxiety goes from very mild to extreme. And by extreme, I mean panic attacks where you might think you're having a heart attack, where your heart's racing, where you're sweating, where your muscles are so tense that you can't stand it. Believe me, folks, when I tell you I have been through it so many times that I can't even begin to explain where it comes from, how it gets there, until now. I could definitely explain what happens. What happens and where the acceptance part comes in is, and this is taught in cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT, what you need to know is that you are going through steps of thought in your brain so fast that it jumbles it up. Your brain gets so foggy and the terror in your nervous system becomes so great that your body thinks it's basically being chased by a lion or a tiger or whatever it was that we evolved to to run away from and it causes great, great amount of stress. The number one thing you can do is accept the thoughts, accept the feelings, sit in it no matter how bad it gets, stop fighting it. That was the biggest and most important breakthrough that I made in my conquering of that dreaded thing called anxiety. You must be able to sit there. And where I got this idea from of accepting anxiety is, unfortunately, uh, she has passed away recently. I don't know when. But I came upon a book called Pass Through Panic by Dr. Claire Weeks. And she went into accepting anxiety, accepting the situation. And another book who... um, 
followed right in line with Dr. Claire Weeks is a book called Dare by Barry McDonough. They both basically had the same exact ideas of how to sit inside of anxious thoughts, anxious feelings, and just let it run its course. Don't fight it. Try not to think about where it's going to lead. Try not to figure out what is happening to you. Try not, try to not make anything more of it than what it is. And what it is, is just thoughts running through your head faster than your brain can comprehend. It's an incredible, incredible scenario. It lights your body up like a candle like more like a blowtorch and it's really really difficult to get into but if you're anything like me who thought they were having a heart attack 57 times a day or felt dizzy every five seconds or thought they're slurring their speech and having a stroke or somebody who was just sitting there worrying about having a brain aneurysm doing absolutely nothing those thoughts could get out of, troll, out of control really fast in any situation. Driving in the car, taking a shower, in public, at your house. There was no room for comfort for me. So after 25 years, I decided I had to, that I had to have something done. And I finally found some comfort and most, from the most part relief when I learned how to accept it. So how do you accept it? How do you accept accept that you have anxiety? The simple thing is, is say, I have anxiety. I am an anxious person. But it's temporary. Anxiety is temporary, but it is on your mind all of the time because of how brutal and how uncomfortable it makes you feel. But... The uncomfortableness and the brutality of the anxiety doesn't come from the anxiety itself. It comes from fighting against it. Trying to catch your breath or trying to not make your heart beat as fast or why are my palms sweating? Am I having a heart attack? The thoughts, the thoughts, the thoughts. When you feel your anxiety coming on, Take a step back no matter what you're doing. I don't care if it's dangerous. I don't care. Most of my panic attacks that I have had that I can remember very vividly, not vaguely, vividly, came while driving in the car. And they have come while driving in the car with my children in the car, with my fiancé in the car, with my boss in the car. And it was a brutal experience. And eventually... I learned how to accept it. And by accepting it, the relief came quick. This takes time. There's a lot of ups and downs. You're going to go through some stretches where it's really hard to accept. You're going to remember some some things that you've done and or you know, as much as as much as I hate to say it, like you you you'll just have days where you're going to fight. And the key of it is, is to limit those days to as much as possible. And eventually you'll limit those days and limit those days and limit those days and limit those hours and limit those minutes and limit those seconds until it's 
a blip on the radar until it's just a little passing thought through your mind in one side, out the other side, and you're moving on with your day. And that is going to be a long, arduous process that's going to take a lot of time. And let me preface by this. All of these steps that I'm talking about have taken a long, long time to get through, to process, to figure out, to work on. Um, you got to stay on target. Slow process, but acceptance. Acceptance is the most important thing to understand with your anxiety. Now, another thing that you have to accept uh, with your anxiety and what it could be what is going on with your life. Are you happy? Are you sad? Do you like your job? Are you eating right? Are you exercising? Are you fulfilled mentally? Are you fulfilled sexually? Are you fulfilled in any other way that you can be fulfilled? Are you having some bad habits? Are you falling into some traps? Is money tight? Is money not coming in? Are you unemployed? Do you hate your job? Do you hate people in your family? Do you hate your friends? Is everything not working out for you? You got to accept that too. And a good a good way to accept that is to say, not what I need other people to do for me to make me happy. You got to understand that this is done by you. Nobody can help you unless you help yourself. So you have to accept that the anxiety could be stemming from things that are going on in your life and changes need to be made. Um, some books to look into about anxiety and some of the books, there's four here that I know have helped me over and over and over again. I've read them all multiple times. A number one with a bullet is Claire Weeks, Pass Through Panic. It has done wonders for me. And I want to preface all this, these first four book, these four books by saying I don't get any money if you buy them. I don't get any money if you read them. I am not a network marketer for any of these people. I just know that their work is exceptional. I I have used the practices in each and every single one of these books, and they could be a life changer for you as they were for me. So again, number one, Claire Weeks, Pass Through Panic. Uh, Dare by Barry McDonough. This third one is not so much about anxiety. It's just about finding out who you are as a person and how much you could possibly handle. And, you know, I know there's cancer patients out there who have been through a lot of strife. And I know there's people who have gone through some shit that's way, way crazier than what what we're describing. But there's usually a beginning and an end to that. With anxiety, the beginning and the end could be Year stretches, decade stretches, for me two decades, two and a half decade stretches of every single day for the most part, hell. Where you're, my biggest problem was with, was was my fear of instant death. And it was a fear. And coming up here in step two, I'm going to tell you how I got over those fears. I was afraid that if I ran around with my daughter that I was going to have a heart attack and die. Now, I had good reason for that because I was extraordinarily overweight. That's what I'm getting to from from part one about are you happy with yourself? I didn't have the best job. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I was extraordinarily overweight. I smoked cigarettes. I drank way too much. 
and my life was spiraling out of control. I didn't have any money. Things weren't good. But we'll get into that. So step one is acceptance. Step two, comfort is a cage. That's right, folks. With anxiety, you must, must, must step out of your comfort zone. Get away with what get away from what makes you comfortable and get into some stuff that makes you uncomfortable and prove to yourself that it's just anxiety and not real life. That's right, folks. You're not living in real life. You're living in an, in an alternate reality of where you're scared to do something or many things or a million things or anything whatsoever. Are you afraid to go shopping at the grocery store? Are you afraid to speak in front of other people? Are you afraid to go for a jog? Are you afraid to work out because other people are going to make fun of you? Are you afraid to go work out because you figure if you get your heart rate high enough, you're going to have a heart attack and die right there and embarrass yourself? Are you afraid of doing anything whatsoever in public that it will embarrass you? Because most, for the most part, anxiety also stems from embarrassment. Embarrassment is one of the biggest things that people fear more than anything. That and public speaking. Most people would rather die than public speak. That's a fact. Most people are more afraid of public speaking than they are of death, which is crazy to me now, but uh, I completely understood it. Now, getting back to comfort is a cage. Finding stuff that scares you, but also finding stuff that you need to to do to get out of your comfort zone to prove to yourself that the anxiety isn't real. I know it feels real, it smells real, tastes real, touch is real, feelings are real, thoughts are real, but they really, really aren't. There are figments of your imagination of bodily processes that are happening because of thoughts running through your head as fast as they can. So what can you do? Again, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Remember the process is slow. Don't go, I'm not telling you to go run out and tell your life story in front of a full crowd at Madison Square Garden if that ever happens again. I'm talking about find slow, small situations where you put yourself out there in an uncomfortable situation. Do it over and over and over again for a little bit of time. A little bit more each time you do it and you will find out very quickly that your anxiety will pass and you will focus on what it is that you are doing it's a great thing again this right now would have not happened this podcast would not happen if i decided to stay in my comfort zone i was scared to death, scared shitless of putting my name out there and letting people know that I had anxiety. I did not want people to know that. I did not want people to know that I suffered from anything. That's another thing about anxiety. Step three, admit to people that you have anxiety. Okay? It's not a death sentence. It's not leprosy. It's not a drug habit that you didn't... Forget that. Let people know that you have a drug habit too because that's how you get help. Anxiety is another way that you get help. You don't want to sit there in front of people who think that everything's okay with you and then one day it isn't. Let them know. Say, look, I suffer from a little bit of anxiety. If I'm acting a little off, that's all there is to it. 
Keep treating me the normal way. Talk me through it. Give me a second if I need it. Don't worry about it. Don't be sitting at lunch with your friends and be thinking about the whole time, how am I going to get away from this table so I could breathe a little bit because I'm having a panic attack. Don't worry about sitting there and choking on your food. Okay? None of that's going to happen to you. You're not going to pass out. You're not going to choke on your food. You're not going to throw up in public. 99.9% of the time. And this is what I learned from Barry McDonough. If you do, so what? So what's the big deal? What is the big deal if you have a small episode in public where people notice that you're having a problem? Most of the people at the in in public are not even going to realize who you are or what you do. Most of the, the people are going to walk away. Some people are going to come and help you. That's what people do. They help each other. So don't worry about having a public situation. Man, that was one of the biggest, and still kind of is one of the biggest problems for me. The fear of embarrassment in public places or anywhere, or even just the sheer fact of having people worried about me or 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 anything like that is just a killer for me i get upset when my fiance jess asks me what's wrong or are you okay that's what it is are you okay is one of the biggest triggers for me that there is because if she asks me am i okay i automatically think that there's something wrong on the outside of me that she notices and is and it draws across her concern for her. now i don't know about you but for me that's crazy she's just concerned about me maybe there's something in my tone of voice maybe there's something that that you know that i pass off she's only been with me for a better half of a decade so she would know if something's up let people know what's going on with you, especially people that you trust. I'm not saying go out and tell the world like I'm doing right now, but admit it. Admit that you're nervous or anxious about something. Don't hold it in. Holding it in only causes explosions or worse implosions. You don't want to do that to yourself. Let people know that you may be having an issue and it will be over soon because we're going to accept it, right? We're going to accept it. We're going to be in an uncomfortable situation. We're going to accept the anxiety. And if we have a little bit more of a problem where we can't find the acceptance of it, we'll just admit it. Admit that you have it. Accept it and admit it to yourself that you have it. Huge, huge, important issues. But remember, baby steps. Baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Everything that has to do with your recovery from anxiety has to do with taking it slow. There is no overnight cure for anxiety. It is a process because you're going to have to go through your own brain over and over and over again to figure it out. And you will. Believe me. But you have to make it a priority in your life to get through it. Just like any other problem. Make it a priority. What is going on with me? How? What have I? What can I be doing? And then accept it. Okay, I've accepted. I have anxiety. Then put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and accept the anxiety again. And then if you're having a problem, admit the problem. Admit it to yourself. Admit to yourself that possibly going into public at a, at a, at a grocery store is going to cause you anxiety. Then go into the grocery store. Accept that you're going to have anxiety in the grocery store. 
and be outside of your comfort level. These, these steps all go in a circle over and over and over again. Accept it. Get into, out of your comfort zone. Admit that you might have an issue. Accept that you might have an issue. And keep going forward. Important. Here's another important thing. Don't run away from it. Don't get to the point with yourself that you have the you have the feeling to run away. The second that you get yourself up and out of a situation is extremely difficult to get back. And I'm sure you guys know that. I'm sure you have ran out of a situation where you have felt so uncomfortable that you just needed five seconds to breathe. Now, I'm not saying there's not times where it's important where you need to go out and get a breath of fresh air. That's huge. But you need to get your ass back in that room or back in that stadium or back in that grocery store or back in that department store or back wherever it is so you know to yourself that that brief or long exposure to intense anxiety uh, problems is only time and it will go away. It's only a brief, could feel like forever, but it's only a brief issue and it will pass could be five minutes could be two hours it will pass get it off your head move on find something for you to focus your attention on figure find your kids admit it admit admit and accept that this is anxiety it's nothing more than anxiety why because that's what's the most important thing once your brain once you tell your brain, once you have the thought that I know that this is just anxiety, you will calm down. And remember to breathe in through your belly with your nose, out through your mouth. Extremely important. Extremely important. Step three. Now, let me get into this, and I should have prefaced this earlier in the podcast. I am in no way, shape, or form a doctor or anything like that. These are all of my opinions. Please consult your doctor before you go into any treatment on your own or anything like that. I am not responsible for anything that you do outside of your medical professional. Um, so, getting back to that. In my opinion, anxiety comes from three things. High stress situations. This is where you need anxiety. Somebody shooting a gun nearby and you don't know why. Car accident. Something's chasing you. A person's chasing you. You want anxiety in those situations. You want your body's fight or flight system to light you on fire and get you prepared to move. You'll be thinking all kinds of crazy thoughts and actions and what can I do? But this is where you want anxiety because anxiety was made and evolved to get you out of situations that you do not want to be in that are dangerous and that's what it's for. So anxiety definitely comes from high stress situations. Number two, what you eat, what you drink, what it is you do that causes inflammation. Inflammation is a huge huge marker into causing anxiety in people where does inflammation come from inflammation comes from your diet and beverage choices i used to eat whatever i wanted to eat i ate probably one of the worst sad or standard american diets that you could think of i was 
never a big fast food person. I did eat it from time to time, but I was definitely a cheesesteak, pizza, chicken wings, hoagies type of guy often. Now, I do always enjoy I always enjoy the home-cooked meal, but when it was time to get into, you know, where am I going for lunch? The choice was never a salad. The choice was never a steak. The choice was never maybe a vegetable soup or a meat soup with vegetables. It had to have noodles in it or it had to have something like that. But now I practice uh, what is called a sapien diet or sapien lifestyle from Brian Sanders and Dr. Gary on sapien.org. I follow that practice religiously, and it has done wonders for me. So you need to tamper down your inflammation. You could tamper down your inflammation by finding out a lot of things. Number one, are you allergic to or sensitive to some foods? How can you find that out? You can go to your doctor, get a food sensitivity test, or you go to Everly, which again, I am not a network marketer for. I make no money if you get yourself an Everly to Everly well test. I got myself an Everly well test, and to my surprise, I was allergic to, or had a, not allergic to, I was sensitive to, quite a few foods that I eat regularly. Namely, egg whites, chicken, garlic, wheat, which was no surprise, mustard, parsley, oregano, and white mushrooms. Now, so what did that tell me? It told me that these foods that you eat, that you eat quite regularly are causing you problems because you are sensitive to them. You have a food sensitivity, if you have food sensitivity to these particular foods. What did I do? Yep, common sense. Cut them out. I eat egg yolks. I try to stay away from chicken as much as I can. Garlic, missing that sucks. It fucking sucks. But guess what? It makes me feel better to not eat garlic. Now, a lot of this stuff could be could be mental. It could be. Most stuff is. That's why there's placebos. But I stay away from the things that I have food problems to. And guess what? My anxiety has cleared up significantly significantly yeah so get something done you got to take action if you remember back to the definitions the first two had the words actions in them beating your anxiety requires action it's not going to go away anxiety never goes away it gets worse and worse worse and worse and worse until two things happen you have a mental breakdown or you just snap and you don't want that and guess what it's completely avoidable so Take action. Take action. Take the, t- Get an Everly Well test or figure out somehow if there's any of the foods that are bothering you. You know, it's extremely important. And finally, folks, number three is you're bored or you're unhappy. For me, that was huge. I was bored. I was not challenging myself in life. Your brain wants to be challenged. It wants to think. It wants to be used for something other than worrying about your imminent death or if your sister-in-law is coming over and going to cause a problem or if your neighbor's cutting his grass, cutting your grass and his too close or something or stupid nonsense that just drives people crazy. You need to find something to do. That also includes getting out of your comfort zone or comfort is a cage. But folks... Anxiety comes from being bored. Keep yourself occupied. And I don't mean sit on your damn phone all day. 
What a fucking waste of time. Your brain was made for way more things than that. Get off the phone. Get off the social media. Get off the internet. Listen to this podcast, of course, but take some time for yourself. Take some time for your family. Learn how to enjoy things. And then figure out who in your life isn't fucking worth having around. Find out in your life, is your job killing you? Why aren't you making enough money? You are a very special person. And everyone is. We all have something that we need to spread in this life, okay? We all have a story to tell. We all have something that we want to do. So make the best life out of yourself and fucking do it. Don't worry about your anxiety. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about what people are going to say. Don't worry about people. what people are going to do. Just worry about doing stuff within reason that makes you happy, okay? Get away from the nonsense. Get away from the Netflix. Get away from the Google. Get away from all that shit. And get yourself going. Figure it out. Figure out what is going to make you focus on doing something that's good for you, your family, or whatever. I don't care what it is. Figure it out. So, Which basically gets us into figuring out you. Your anxiety is coming from a place where you haven't figured you out. And something inside is bothering you. So what can you do? For me, meditation. I'm sure you heard it a million times and everybody rolls their eyes when you hear it. But believe you me, folks, when you start to meditate and you get your practice, you will see profound effects. And don't worry about negative thoughts that are going to come in or don't worry about negative situations in your life that you've been through. Accept it. Confront it. Comfort is a cage. Admit that this is going to happen and get into it deeply. Now, for meditation for me, um, I use a different method than what you're probably going to hear or see, but there's a million apps, websites, videos on YouTube that you get a meditation uh, practice going for yourself. However, I personally use the Wim Hof breathing method to get me prepared for my meditation sessions. Um, Wim Hof method, uh, WHM Wim Hof method is a free app. Um, you could use, now there is paid content on there, but you don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I use the, uh, the free content, the breathing exercises, and I use that to get myself ready for my meditation. And then after I got through three rounds of the Wim Hof method, I meditate. I generally meditate for about 35 to 40 breaths, which could be about five to seven minutes, 10 minutes through the first three rounds of the Wim Hof method, seven to 10 minutes of meditation and just deep breathing and figure and and letting the thoughts come and go clearing that head i do have a mantra to myself and i'm not gonna hold back uh my mantra is quiet mind because my mind is generally going 24 7 365 and it doesn't stop but i'm really trying to get to the place where i have a quiet mind where my mind is focused it's clear it's not foggy quiet mind that's what i say to myself and you'll come up with your own you'll come up with something that means something to you because to me quiet mind means something to me that's the thing personalize all this stuff figure out what it is that you do so like i said wim hof method three rounds of the breathing on there meditation seven to ten to fifteen breaths however i'm feeling that day and then 
I finish up that whole meditation period with some some deep prayer and gratitude. Figure out what it is that you're thankful for in this life and make the most of it. Okay? It could be absolutely anything. I don't care if it's your dog. I have kids. They're very important to me. My fiance is very important to me. I'm a very family-oriented person. I'm grateful for all those things. It's done wonders for me. But like I said, make it your own and build it into a habit. And we're going to get into habits um, in future podcasts and how important they are because they will get you to be where you want to be. Um, and finally, step four is practice. Practice, practice, practice going through all of these steps. Acceptance. Comfort is a cage. Admit it. Accept it. Admit it. Accept it. Figure out what's going on with you. Take time for yourself to get through this. You will get through it. I don't care if you've been having anxiety problems for years and years and years on end. You will get through it. And don't be afraid to make changes about every six months. Don't make changes every week. You need to let things run their course. You need to have things take time. Like I say all the time, baby steps. Anxiety, beating anxiety is about baby steps. Slow, slow, slow. Don't think that things are going to change overnight, folks. They are not going to change overnight. Take your time with it. Expect really bad days. Expect some good days. You will have some good days. You will have some bad days. But that's life. But anxiety is a part of life. And for people like you and I, or anybody who suffers from anxiety, don't let the bad outweigh the good. And for me, I spent 25 years, from the age of 11 to the age of 36, 35, 36 years old, where I couldn't, I can't remember a good day. And now, three years later, I have very few bad, or very few bad days. Mostly good. But you have to make it your own. So let's go over this one more time. Acceptance. Accept the fact that you have anxiety. And then try to think about why. What's going on with you? You could skip around in these steps. But the number one thing you have to do is be able to accept that you have anxiety. Sit in your anxiety. And deal with it. Don't fight. Step two. Comfort's a cage. Get yourself in some uncomfortable situations. Try some new things. Try some new shit. Go try jujitsu. That's the first thing I did. Tried some jujitsu. Then I got hurt. It's life. Things happen. Step three. Admit it. Admit to people. Admit to yourself. Accept and admit. Accept and admit. It's okay. You'll be okay. You'll get it out there. You'll get it off your chest. You'll really accept it. You'll 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 it'll become a part of you. That it's okay because a lot of anxiety is about hiding too. And you won't have to hide anymore. You could be out front. You could be out front with yourself, most importantly. But you could also be out, out front with the people that you care about that you would like to know what's going on with you. So basically, that's all I've got for today. Um, like I said, make sure you're watching your diet. Check out that Everly Well test. Get, get some stuff done for yourself. Um, I got two big guests coming up in the future here. Uh, I got a really big, really big guest that uh, I can't wait to talk to. Uh, got uh, 
Joe Hart, also known as Coach Joe Hart. Uh, he's the king of eBay flipping on Twitter. He's at Joe Hart on Twitter. Or, I'm sorry, at Coach Joe Hart on Twitter. Um, what a great guy. He's been nothing but helpful with me uh, getting through, getting set up for this podcast. I cannot wait to talk to him. And then uh, following him up will be uh, Stephen, a.k.a. at Success Theory. We're going to talk about some stoicism. This is going to get into some things where you don't let everything bother you all the time, you know? And I think that's a good thing. You're gonna you're gonna practice patience. You're gonna and this all ties into anxiety and just helping yourself out in general. So I look forward to speaking with those two guests coming up here very very soon. You could find me at J Anxious on Twitter and Instagram. My J Anxious podcast on Facebook. My email address is j at janxious.com. I really look forward to hearing some feedback from you guys. Please, 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 on all of your podcast places, subscribe, five-star reviews if you could. If you like it, if not, be honest. I want your honest feedback and how I could get better. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast and you have some products that you'd like to push or tell everybody how you could help them out there because that's what this podcast is all about, helping people, please reach out to me. DM me on Twitter, Instagram, or reach out, j at jayanxious.com. Also, my website, this podcast will be up there, www.jayanxious.com. Again, check out my fiance with Paparazzi Jewelry, uh, All Dolled Up with Jess on Facebook, and at All Dolled Up with Jess on Twitter. We really appreciate your guys' support. Please, please keep reaching out to me. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Share it with your friends if you think that anybody will get some help from this. And again, I really appreciate listening. Thank you very much for your time, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Thank you.